1: cracking the code on how you can optimize, personalize, and monetize your app marketing and mobile growth efforts. Welcome to Mobile Presence, hosted by Peggy Ann Saltz. A top 30 mobile marketing influencer, nine-time author, and content strategist brings you her pick of tech trends, guests, and cool stuff to help you drive growth and create deep connections with your customers. Now, prepare to get motivated and activated with our host.
0: Hey, hello. Welcome to Mobile Presence. I'm your host, Peggy Ann Saltz, with Mobile Groove, where I plan, produce, and promote content that allows my clients to reach performance goals and scale growth. And mobile is what we are about here. We are Mobile Presence. You know, it's about how to grow your mobile app, your mobile audience, through tools, through tech, talking with great people. And it makes sense to think that, yeah, we have to be mobile first. It makes sense. First of all, you're on Mobile Presence. That, that, that's a clue. And then, you know, we're seeing also ad spend on mobile. has long eclipsed desktop. User behavior trends reinforce the notion that this is the dominant platform. But in reality, the mobile experience is part of a multi-platform experience, and we're starting to get our head around that. So to help us understand what it takes to survive and thrive as a company, as a brand, as a marketer in a multi-platform world, to be customer-first, not just mobile-first, we have our guest today, Mada Segata. She is co-founder of Branch, and Mada, I've been watching you for quite a while, so it's such a pleasure to have you on Mobile Presence today.
2: Thank you, Peggy. I'm really excited to be on as well. Thank you for having me.
0: Well, I've been watching you out there, and listeners, uh, you just have to Google her or just check out some of her talks. Amazing stuff out there, Mata. but tell us first, for those who don't know about you and about Branch, tell us about your company, but also maybe a little bit about how you got into mobile. Sure. Uh, So, uh, maybe I'll start with a story of how
2: we started. Okay. So, my co-founders and I uh, were building an app. Uh, It was a photo book printing app, it was called Kindred, and it allowed you to take photos from Instagram, um, Facebook, your phone, and put them in this little booklet that we printed and shipped to you. And we worked on that for maybe a year and a half, and really struggled with with growth. We were struggling to build good user experiences. I was doing a lot of ads, and I was running marketing for it, and, you know, after running a hundred different audiences. I learned that moms with newborns and teenagers in long-distance relationships were really our bread and butter. But when I when I was sending people from the ad to the app, I wanted to give them a different experience. Moms were a lot more likely to. Um, buy multiple book at one, books at once versus teenagers, you know, were money-constrained, they only buy one book, but they were very likely to share, especially if we gave them free things, like a free book. And I wanted, I, I mean, I knew when I was purchasing moms or when I was getting a new customer, there was a mom, or when I was getting a new customer, there was a teenager, because I had my audiences on Facebook very well defined. But there was no way of passing anything through install and giving moms a different experience that I was giving teenagers. It Mm -hmm. seemed crazy to me that you weren't able to do that. I mean, on the web, it's very easy. You append some parameters to a URL, and then you can read them and customize a web page depending where someone's coming from. So that's kind of how Branch actually started. So Branch is a mobile linking solution uh, that provides both better user experiences and measurements. So we we create these links that you can basically share anywhere, that you can create in the app, your marketers can create them. And they work everywhere. They work on iOS, on Android, on web, on desktop. And we actually are able to fix that broken experience. We do allow when someone opens an app for the first time, the app developer or the marketer knows exactly where they came from, and they can customize the experience for them. Um, They can give them a different, they can take them, they can deep link them to a specific place in the app. Um, And at the same time, they can get information about that user uh, across the entire journey. They can see if they maybe first went to a website and then clicked on one of the banners that we helped them enable and then went to the app. Um, They can see if someone's maybe spending some time on the website and then some time in the mobile app. So we give this cross-platform and cross-channel attribution and measurement, in addition to ability to create a better user experience
0: through the links. And of course, this is really a hot topic now because we know that it's cross-channel. I'm hearing at every conference, you know, it's about multi-touch attribution, multi-platform right, experiences. Exactly. We 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 know we have to figure out what people are doing on mobile, on the app, online, um, but we don't really know how. Uh, just to keep on the topic for a moment before I get into some of the other stuff I want to ask you I just want to make certain that everyone out there understands this because deep linking I've known about it of course you built it but a lot of people just don't quite understand where that fits in or how they would do it so if I want to do this what do I need to do I take it it's going to be a special part of the attribution code that I'm getting from you that lets me sort of bring some Mm -hmm. uh, uniformity to the fragmentation that is my brand experience, right? Yeah, and the links are only part of it.
2: Mm -hmm. We use the links to create this basically persona database where we tie the, um, the user across web and app and multiple devices into one persona. And the links help us do that, but ultimately what gives us a better attribution and the ability to know that this is the same user on your website and on a mobile device or maybe multiple mobile devices, is really uh, the persona attribution that we've built um, that that deep linking has helped us do it. So all you have to do really to use branch is use our SDKs. Um, We have one for the app that allows you to create links and also you can query that SDK to understand where the user came from real time when they opened the app for the first time. We also have a Web SDK uh, that allows you to create banners and target the web user. And we could we do very advanced targeting. You know, how many times have they been on the website? Do they have the app or not? And then show them things like banners that are very customized to who they are and where they come from and how they've engaged with your product. So maybe, you know, someone coming from Google searching for something and landing on your website for the first time. Is a tiny little banner versus someone coming from an email who's an actual customer but doesn't have your app sees a huge banner that says get the app or someone who's coming from social but has your app already sees a small banner that says open the app. So all of that, we help you with all of that in addition to the linking and attribution.
0: So you have a great talk that I was uh, watching recently about you know, the mobile first makeover. Um, so yeah. it's it's really understanding what it means to be mobile first and it's it's dismissing and you know or debunking some of the myths about what we thought was mobile first. For example, my favorite, you know, an app is not a strategy and you make that point very well, but maybe you can just backtrack for a moment and tell me um you know why is it that mobile first is different? Why is it that we need to sa- have have a makeover or think about it differently?
2: So if you think about kind of the how an app or how a brand goes to mobile, um, we've looked at a, a, a lot of different brands, and we found that there's actually three stages that we like to call. Um, and the stages are, you know, the the first stage is someone decides that they want an app, so they have mostly mobile traffic, and they usually have an R source uh, app dev tree app dev team so they've basically just kind of have a mobile website and maybe they've gotten an an outside um, agency to create an app for them they haven't spent a lot of time on that app and that's usually how most companies start their mobile journey but then if you look at the next what they do next is like they start seeing that there's that the traffic on the web is really strong so they start going into an acquisition phase so they bring the app development in-house, they drive new installs from app to app, they buy acquisition ads, and they start seeing that app traffic hits about 30% of mobile traffic. The problem with these first two stages of a, of a mobile makeover is that the app itself usually is not ROI positive. So when people, look at, when, when people just look at, okay, we're going to be mobile first, we're going to acquire um, app installs, those users that they acquire usually don't end up converting that well and sometimes some companies actually end up dropping off and they see that their web and desktop users are converting much better and they say okay we're not going to continue focusing on the app. The ones that like actually pass this phase and they start understanding that mobile is not really just looking at mobile, but thinking cross-platforms are the ones that actually make it. So we call it the harvest stage. So in the harvest stage, they're basically looking at harvesting uh, users that they have on the, on the, on the web uh, and some of the users that they have, they acquired in the app, but they use the fact that the app actually converts much, much better than, um, and has much higher engagement than the web by actually taking users that they acquire in other channels like their website, email, and converting them into the app. And this is where they see usually uh, uh, most brands actually double their mobile revenue. So not just looking at mobile first and only the app, but actually kind of taking the app and putting it um, inside their entire strategy and then acquiring users in other places that end up being much cheaper. Uh, the cost for acquisition for an app it can be very expensive, um, and actually converting them into the app. So you know, acquiring them through SEO or or paid on the web, then showing them some banners, or sending them emails, or converting with them in social, and then getting them to the app where they become a more loyal company.
0: And and that makes perfect sense. That's what I love about what you're doing because we really understand a few things about mobile and web in between. We understand that one you know web is great it's discovery you know it solves um the actual problem of discovery in the first place which is that your app has to be discovered well if you have a web presence then you're doing really well in bringing the two together because you're not letting yourself sort of fall out of uh, of one of the camps yeah you know, people can find you on the web and then you bring them into your app. So it makes perfect sense. Well, that's very interesting, Mata, and it's a great way to understand how to bring together web and mobile and overcome what I like to call the splinter net of having uh, two platforms and a multi-platform experience. But right now, listeners, we have to go to break, so don't go away. We'll be right back.
1: Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our
3: sponsors. Content Marketing World 2018 comes to Cleveland, Ohio, September 4th through the 7th. Learn more at contentmarketingworld.com. Content Marketing World 2018 is the one event where you will learn and network with the best and brightest in the content marketing industry. Content Marketing World will have over 120 sessions and workshops presented by the leading brand marketers and experts from around the world covering strategy, storytelling, ROI, demand generation, AI, and more. Leave Cleveland with all the materials you need to build a content marketing plan that will grow your business and inspire your audience. Save $100 off of registration using promo code radio One. That's radio and the number 100. Don't miss Content Marketing World 2018 in Cleveland, Ohio, September 4th through the 7th. Register now at contentmarketingworld.com. Stitcher and the Webmaster Radio.FM mobile app, we can target and place your message in front of those active listeners immediately. Now, your message can be delivered with less commitment and investment on over 20 hours of weekly original content. Hosted by the most respected names in digital marketing. Thanks to an exclusive private offer available for a very limited number of companies, but you must act fast. Email brasco at wmr.fm and get your message delivered now. Supercharging your mobile growth efforts.
1: Welcome back to Mobile Presence on Webmaster Radio.fm. Here is your host, Peggy Ann Saltz.
0: Welcome back to Mobile Presence. I'm your host, Peggy Ann Saltz with Mobile Groove, and our guest today is Mata Segata. She is co-founder of Branch. And Mata in the first section we were just talking about, you know, the whole idea that um, there is fragmentation. I used to call it the splinter net instead of the internet. So there is that fragmentation. And how do you overcome it? Um, you have to use the channels to make that make sense. You have your web, which is you know discovery of your apps. So you really want to make use of that. You have the app experience. You want to drive people from web to app. Um, are you finding that uh, people that? companies and marketers interacting with you understand the way to approach the journey? Do they see it as going from web to mobile or mobile to web or do they see it as a more holistic cross-platform journey?
2: I think a lot of them seeing as holistic but I do we do see you know one of the best use cases for how people use us is um, companies that have a ton of web traffic uh-huh. That then use our journeys product, which is the the customizable mobile banners, to actually take people inside the app, and they see tremendous results with that. So, um, they've seen, you know, render runway for example, uh, by using the, by doing using the strategy, they tripled their mobile revenue um, because they were it, it was hard for them to acquire users directly into the app, but they had so many. Um, Users on desktop and on web, and getting them into the app created a, this kind of like unique experience with the user um, and got those users to be remembered and then buy a lot more. Um, so, the, so, so, we've seen a lot of success with this.
0: And other you make examples. The- Oh, i was just go going ahead. to say that. I was just going to interrupt you, but I don't want to interrupt you there. But, you know, you do have some great examples. Um, one that I read and see a lot about is uh, Ticketmaster. How does it work there? How do you work together with Ticketmaster? They certainly have a ton of web traffic, but what have you helped them achieve?
2: Sure. Um,
0: so one of the,
2: you know, one of the ways we worked with Ticketmaster that I think was really interesting where it was actually slightly different. So they were trying to take advantage
3: Lowes sabe que entre más opciones tengan los pros, mejores son las posibilidades para sus clientes. Por eso hemos tenido en cuenta a los pros como tú para crear la mejor exhibición con una gran variedad de marcas exclusivas de alfombras Stainmaster, pisos de vinilo Procore Plus y pisos laminados Pergo. Aprovecha grandes cantidades de los artículos que necesitas y a buenos precios cada día. Otra razón más por la que Lowes es el nuevo hogar
2: de los pros. So when you trend and that was Android Instant Apps. So, interestingly enough, uh, with Android Instant Apps, they, these Instant Apps actually show the user a small uh, part of the app. So, you know, someone could go and book a ticket in a piece of the app itself, and then what they could do after is, once they buy the ticket, once they like the experience, Ticketmaster used our links to actually encourage users to download the app and actually get the full experience. And if they did download the app, they were deeply directly into, you know, the concert they were looking on or the ticket that they just bought was, or automatically added to their account. Um, And they they got a lot of attribution understanding how instant apps actually perform for them. In general, I use Ticketmaster as an example, as a brand that kind of tries to build their own their their own fortress is the app. People engage the best in the app. They try to get people to the app, so they use all the other channels that are out there, like email, um, SMS apps, Twitter, uh, their website, to take people into the app. And they've used us to do some of the, those experiences, and and they, they they've really got really great results from
0: that. What else makes sense when you're talking about the different channels? Um, you know do you do you see that there's specific value around more traditional channels or even more more difficulty around those channels because it all has to be part of the experience at the end of the day so it's all about bringing that all together deep linking does a big part of that but what do you do about the channels that are outside I mean every
2: channel I think you have to take advantage of it and even the more traditional channels can do really really well so for example, email. You know, we, we run these mobile growth meetups. We do between 100 and 150 a year, and I moderate mm-hmm. a lot of them, sometimes in the U.S., sometimes around the world. And one of the questions I will ask is what's the best engagement channel for you? And interestingly enough, very few mobile brands, uh, and, you know, there usually our speakers are speakers of all sizes, say uh, push notifications or others. The main one that everyone always brings up over and over again is actually email. People think that while you know, email is not dead, and email is still a way that you can re-engage your users, but you have to do it well. So, uh, for example, when we think about email, uh, it's important that if someone has an app, for example, you go and you open the app directly. That's something that's actually fairly complicated to do, because especially on iOS, that's a problem that we solve. But we see a lot of um, increase in revenue when you take people to a specific place in the app that's tied to the promotion that you had in an email. So we worked with with brands like Instacart or Box. Box saw more than 2x lift in click hmm. to conversion uh, rate in an email. So basically if people click and you instead of taking them to the website, you actually open the app to whatever product you're promoting in your email, they're most likely to buy. Instacart actually saw 6x uh, in, increase in and conversion to purchase. So if from an email they used to take everyone to the website, and now they open the app directly uh, to the you know store or things that they promote. People are way way more likely to buy, um, and it makes sense, right? If if you're not losing people around the way, buying on a website is usually more complicated. In the app,
0: they usually have everything already,
2: you know, the credit card saved, so they can kind of do it all in one.
0: Um so well, I mean I had to just interrupt how... you for one second, Maddie, cuz yeah. that's incredible. I think we have to like give that some thought for a moment. I mean that's a 6x increase in conversion is what you're telling me because you can take people seamlessly from, email, yeah. from one click yeah. to email. yeah. That's that's incredible. I mean that that should be uh you know proof enough <laughs> that this is that this is the way to do it to sort of bring it all together. Speaking of bringing things together, um, you mentioned your mobile growth meetups. I mean, um, what what is the schedule for those, or how might our listeners find out about them, or are they even open to, uh, you know, uh, app yeah. companies, marketers, and developers? How would someone get in on that? So they're free. We usually oh, have amazing good. concerts. That's, that's magic word. Okay. <laughs> uh,
2: they're bringing amazing... Um, they bring, you know, we have food and drinks and really amazing speakers. The way we always run them is we have a one or two space, small presentations at the beginning, about five minutes, and then we have an hour panel with usually four different uh, leaders in mobile from top apps. Uh, the way to find them is if you go to events.mobilegrowth.org, you can see them all there. Um, we also have meetup groups but if you go through there you can actually register and see a schedule and you know they're all over the world we have one in san francisco there's one tonight um in september we have some in berlin uh and paris and yeah so they're they're i think they're really great uh people really like them they keep coming back i always ask at the beginning how many people are the first time or the second time, and usually we've gone to a point where 50% of people are returning, so uh, highly recommend them.
0: And probably a little feeling like you're in a bit of a role, I can imagine, because I was watching Branch from the very first, and we were all sort of like getting our heads around deep linking, but I would imagine that for you, Mata, you don't have to really explain it as much as you used to. It's not, its not, I would imagine, a hard sell, is it?
2: Uh, you'd be surprised. It depends yeah. on the company. I would say it's not necessarily uh, a hard sell for you know newer startups, it used to be, but I think who seem to be very on trend. But it is sometimes, especially to large companies that have been very traditional and are still in the phase one or two that I was talking about, uh, for them they're still like, kind of wrapping their heads around it. Um, so... It's interesting. It also depends on the part of the world where you're at. Um, But it's not... It's something that it's obviously way, way easier to explain than three years ago. But I wouldn't say that the market really completely understands it. It's still something that we still need to explain the value. I would say.
0: Well, that's good because it's a perfect segue. We have to go to break right now, but that's exactly it. So when we get back, we're going to talk more about the mobile-first makeover. But more importantly, some advice from you, Mada about you know the growth hacks along the way. We understand that it it literally does pay to have a multi-platform, cross-platform approach. But maybe there are some shortcuts on that path. So don't go away. We'll be right back after the break.
1: Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search
3: vendors. You are now tuned in to the world's largest online radio podcast network for internet marketers looking to dominate the B2B marketplace. WebmasterRadio.fm WebmasterRadio.fm is home to some of the most respected authorities in all aspects of internet marketing. Maria Retan,
1: Larry Weber Tim Ash James and Arlene Martell Ross Dunn John Carcutt Shahab Zagari
0: Peggy Ansel Bennett Kelly Jillian Music and Kennedy
3: From SEO to affiliate marketing to social media, e commerce, mobile marketing, and so much more. Our hosts travel to all stretches of the world and speak to the impact players that are affecting our industry.
0: Please join me in welcoming Andrew Hank.
3: Pleased to have Jim Lenzone. Please welcome Ariana Huffington. Please welcome Jason Kalkanis. On air, on demand, and available on every mobile device that you can imagine. supercharging
1: your mobile growth efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence on webmaster radio.fm. Here is your host, Peggy Ann Saltz.
0: And we're back. Welcome back to Mobile Presence. I'm your host, Peggy Ann Saltz, with Mobile Groove. And our guest today is Mata Segata. She is co-founder of Branch. And Mata, before the break, we were talking about, you know, just some of the ways and and some of the great examples of how companies are doing this, they understand what it means to be mobile first, but actually that means to be, uh, a, offer a multi-platform experience and to understand the value of the app, the value of the website, seamless experiences. Um, but then again, you know, that that's quite a journey and some people are ready for it, some people aren't. You know, one of the shortcuts might be just to use deep linking. I mean, that makes sense. It sews it all up in a seamless experience, but... For our listeners who are about to embark on the journey, what could you offer as some advice, some shortcuts along the way? Sure. Um,
2: One cool shortcut I've seen other companies do is find a partner. So find a bigger partner uh, where you, as a mobile app, can enhance their experience. I have a few examples. So, you know, Spot Hero is a parking app, and they managed to partner with Waze. So when you're putting directions to somewhere, uh, you can actually get parking directly from Waze. And that goes and opens Spot Hero for you, uh, gives you a percent off, and also finds parking exactly at the destination that you're going to to Waze. And that kind of that kind of partnership really enhanced the user experience for the user, but also got a lot of visibility to Spot Hero. A similar example was a partnership between um, Instacart and uh, cooking app um, and it's what was really interesting when you went into the cooking app and you were ready to you know, cook your special muffins uh, you could actually go to Instacart directly and when the app opened for the first time all the things you needed uh, to cook the muffins would already be added to your cart. That was also a really interesting partnership that got Instacart, a lot of new users, and they—I know—they're working on getting more like that. So, if you find a specific type of app that kind of works really well with you, especially if they're bigger and they have more users, you can go and pitch to them, and you can get a lot of free traffic or cheap traffic that way. Um, the other, the other hack that I think, you know, I've used for Branch, and I think it works for pretty much everyone, is doing content marketing. Mm-hmm. So I think in general, content marketing is one of those things that as a startup or even as a giant brand, you can always use and it has, it doesn't just work in the short term, but it works in the long term. So our branch, our content is one of the main ways that we get leads and we get people to know about branch, but this can work for a consumer company, can work for pretty much everyone. People say that SEO is that, but that's not what I've seen uh, from the marketing that I've done. Both working with customers and from the, our own marketing branch, um, if you understand what people are looking for and you do extensive analysis of keywords, and then write, you can actually get a ton of either a ton of users through that that you can then use banners and other things to convert into the app later. Those are probably uh, my favorite hacks.
0: Mm -hmm. I was going to say, I think that those are really valuable because um, partnership, that makes you think. You know, it's not just the usual suspects. You can look at other apps, other types of companies. You know, basically what I'm hearing here is your advice is to look at the journey and try to figure out what other um, platforms, companies, apps, experiences are part of what you offer and then make it formal with a partnership is what I'm hearing here. Pretty much, yeah. Uh huh. And content marketing, of course, works really well. I read what, a lot of what you have over at Branch, and you have this fantastic book. What is it? I'm sorry, I'm, it's going to slip my mind right now. What is it? The uh, the uh, Mobile, Mobile Growth Handbook. That's it. Oh, how could I not think of that one? And I'll be in there next year, by the way. Sli- slight plug here, but no. Um, I've been telling people to uh, download it and read it. So I'm going to take the opportunity right now here again, Mata. How would they get that book? Mobile Growth Handbook. How do I sign up for it? I just go, you to, just go branch. to
2: branch.io, <laughs> resources, and it's there. Uh, it's
0: okay. 300 pages, a ton of really interesting
2: um, insights, tips, a lot of industry analysis. I think uh, people find it very valuable.
0: Absolutely. It's in it's in the second year, or has it been going longer than that? Longer. I think it's longer. our fourth year
2: actually it's our third official year but even the first year we did kind of like 38 hacks for mobile so you can get the previous ones they're all different Uh but I would say the the latest one is the most up-to-date and the most extensive we've done so far so
0: And we've talked about how to keep up to date on your events, your mobile growth meetups. How do people keep up to date with you or find out more about you? You know, they've heard you on the show. They want to connect with you. Uh, What's the best way to stay in touch?
2: Uh, Just you can send me an email. I'm Follow me on Medium. Uh, I write sometimes or add me on LinkedIn. Also right there. So I would say those would be the, the best ways.
0: Okay, and of course we're going to have that all in the show notes as well. And listeners, if you want to keep up with me throughout the week or find out more about how you can be a guest or sponsor on Mobile Presence, then you can email me, Peggy, at mobilegroove.com. Mobile Groove is also where you can find my portfolio of content marketing and app marketing services. And that, my friend, is yet another wrap of another episode of Mobile Presence. You can check out this and all earlier episodes of our show by going to webmasterradio.fm, or you can find our shows on iTunes, Stitcher, Speaker, Spotify, and iHeartRadio, by searching mobile presence so until next time remember every minute is mobile so make every minute count we'll see you soon
3: The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts, and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.
0: The level of connection you feel in your home dramatically influences your experiences there, Get the tools to control that connection in your communities with the first multifamily platform that unifies management and resident experiences to create smart apartments. Talk to a RealPage consultant today to see how your properties can meet the future of multifamily with the smart building suite. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator